Sonic 1029 presents Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Cue the intro music. Temporary podcast song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Temporary podcast song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Woo! Top Ranking Podcast, Bryce Kelly, episode number eight. Okay. No, I was going to say Cinco. That's not right. Is it? Sure. I don't know. No, it's Ocho. Ocho, that's right. Ocho. Uh, Coming up on the show in just a little bit here, we're going to add to the list of places that you really don't want to be naked. Got another naked story this week. God, there is a lot of nudity going on here. Everybody loves a naked story. Yeah, this one is a weird one. Everybody pay attention now. Here's where we say the name of the podcast and the radio station so you hopefully remember to listen again. Please listen again. Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly on Sonic 129. Garner, it's that time of year when uh, everyone is in the Halloween spirit. Mm. Always a big deal. Uh, I have a very unpopular opinion when it comes to Halloween. Oh? I don't like it. You don't like the the whole thing. Do you like any part of it? Do you like the candy? Do you like the costumes? Anything? I liked the candy when I was a kid. I think I had fun with it when I was a kid, but as I grew into a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's what you are. <laughs> that's how I describe myself. Well, you probably got worried about uh, the adult onset diabetes. I did. It is very much in the back of my mind, uh-huh. but I don't. I'm not a dress up guy. I don't like dressing up in costumes. Uh, especially in a party setting. It's just wildly uncomfortable all around. But my least favorite thing about Halloween is that for the entire month of October, we are slammed with the worst genre of movie that exists. Ooh. And that is the horror film. You Oh, boy. I despise horror movies. Okay, hang on a second. Hang on. I'm inviting you over, over this Friday night. We're going to watch a movie together, you and me. Do you want to watch a... Horror movie or a Western or a musical? What's it going to be? Ooh, the musical Ooh. would be a tough watch. The Western, because they, they haven't made a good Western ever. Nobody goes to Westerns. No, they're tough. But the horror movie, and I'll talk about this because uh, I recently was invited to a thing. My girlfriend's friends had a bunch of people over. I guess they do it every year where they all gather around and spend an entire Saturday watching a whole bunch of horror movies, and this year the theme was Halloween, like the Michael Myers movies. So they, this starts early in the day, or does yeah. it, when does it start? They started early. Like we rolled in mid afternoon, and they were already partway through one oh. of the movies. And it was Halloween, like the one from 1979 or whatever it was that thing came out. And let me say, it is the biggest heap of trash these eyes have ever seen. Hot take. <laughs> they suck so much. Then you move on to Halloween 2, and then they put on Halloween H2O, which I don't know what that was. On, uh, Halloween Underwater? It was. It had nothing to do with water. Hmm. And that's when I had to be like, oh, geez, I, like, we're pulling, we're done, we're out. And I had to leave. It sucks so much. I hate those movies. So here's the thing, though, Bryce. Aren't you concerned now that you haven't really ingratiated, is that the word, yourself with your girlfriend's friends? Because you're fairly new to that circle, right? This was your opportunity to be, you know, good time Bryce and embrace the Halloween franchise. But no. 
I tried. I oh Lord, how I tried. Huh. But then you're sitting there, and that stupid Michael Myers gets shot six times, falls out of a second story balcony onto his back, and then just walks it off like it was nothing. Huh. I'm not a doctor, but I don't care what kind of Sasquatch you are. You take six bullets, you're going down. Yeah. And these movies are just riddled with stuff like that that drives me up the wall. And it's all of October. And it's not just Halloween that sucks. You name any horror movie, and I guarantee you, it sucks. <laughs> not a single one. No. Excuse me, really? oh, The Exorcist. Have you ever seen The Exorcist? It's terrible. What do you think of the M. Night Shyamalan movies? I know they're not horror movies, but they got a bit of a twist, a bit of a suspense to them. Do you like those? Uh, some of them, maybe. Yeah. But like the the full on, like the Freddy Krueger Friday the 13th, like anything like that, I'm just exhausted before it even begins. Wow. I how can't do, you, do it. How do you feel about, say, uh, Halloween music? I also have a strong distaste for the music. Christmas has music that people tolerated, and then just you go over a cliff with it. You tolerate Christmas music for a couple days. Halloween, no one likes it. Hey, Bryce, I'm having a party on Friday night. You want to come over? We're going to either listen to Christmas music or Halloween music. What's your poison? I'd rather do the Christmas. Really? Christmas at least fills you with joy. I don't know what the purpose of a Halloween song is. Is it meant Ooh. to scare you? Because I've never heard a scary song before. I've, I've often said this before. If you ever hear me surface on one of those radio stations that starts playing music in, like, November, oh, yeah. Christmas music, because a lot of them start early November now. If you ever hear me working on one of those radio stations, just go ahead and assume I don't want to be there. <laughs> okay? How do you do that? Oh, I couldn't do We know some people that have had to do that. And it would be hell yeah. pretending that it's Christmas and it's November. For like six weeks oh. they do that. Like at least with Halloween music, the one thing I'll say is it really only plays on the one day. Uh, yeah, Halloween music, for instance, like the... Um, the Monster Mash, for instance. Does anyone need to hear the Monster Mash again? Is anybody going... He did the Monster oh. Mash. The Monster Mash. <laughs> it was a graveyard <laughs> smash. That song is like 60 years old now. Isn't it time to put it to bed? It's super old. And yeah, you just I didn't really pay attention to it, but I just I was just watching the lyric video for it. <laughs> And like even the words they use in that thing, you're like, what is this? Uh, who sits down and does a lyric video for the Monster Mash? It's like, it's pretty clear what he's saying. He's saying it caught on in a flash. I don't need to... Tr if you're going to do a lyric video, do a lyric video for like Bohemian Rhapsody or something that people don't understand. Well, I like it because the particular one I watched, Galaxy Guy 111, mm -hmm. he said in the description, here's the video I made while I was bored. Wow. Maybe you could do some charity work. Like, I don't want to say, we all get bored and waste time yeah. doing things, but to waste your time making a lyric video for Monster Mash is champion-level boredom and just epic waste of time. You know who the worst offender is, though, when it comes to Halloween music, Bryce Kelly? Who's that? Ghostbusters. Oh, jeez, this guy. Uh, Something strange in your neighborhood. Who are you going to call? I know who I'm going to call. I'm going to call the guy with the ice pick so he can jab my eardrums out so I don't have to listen to that. Yeah, that song has not stood the test. That's another movie, by the way. Hot take. Oh. If I never saw it again, I'd be fine. The original or the remake? Both. Yeah. The remake was no good, but the original is just like, I get why it was neat at the time. 
but it's been 20 or 30 years. Wow. Can we move on? We cool. should do an entire show one day on movies Bryce hates. <laughs> do you like any movies, Bryce? I do. What do you like? It's easier to talk about the ones I hate. Yeah. That's for sure. But like, I do feel like a, the Ebenezer Scrooge of Halloween right now. So you won't be putting on a costume? I I have to put on a costume for here, for work. They pick it out for me now, which makes life a lot easier. It's always awful. Well, yeah, it's never flattering. No, it's always no. terrible. Uh, but then in my personal life, because there are, I, I am going to go to a Halloween party. Not my choice. Oh. But we'll go to a Halloween party. And I do the thing where I bought one costume uh, and I wear the same costume every single year. And it's a costume I can wear over a jeans and a shirt. Oh, so it's very little commitment or effort. <laughs> yeah. I could wear. I could go in a cab dress normally, get out of the cab, throw it on, and walk up to the door and look like I'm the most festive person. Is it small enough, this costume, that you could just jam it in your jacket pocket if you had to? No, it needs a Safeway bag. Oh, yeah, that's a good look. But it, it is... <laughs> Wow. It is a woman's costume. It's a woman's bee costume. Bee, like a bumblebee? Like a bumblebee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand, too. It's like, you don't have kids, Bryce. Maybe one day you will be blessed. But um, kids these days, when I was a kid, I had one Halloween costume every year. And it was usually made out of, you know, a white sheet. And I don't think you can do that anymore for... No, that's a mixed for, message. For other reasons. But kids now, it's like they've got two, three, sometimes four different Halloween costumes. They've got one for school. They've got one for the soccer team Halloween party. They've got one for actual trick-or-treating. And then they've got one to put on when they get home. It's ridiculous. It's it's like watching a Celine Dion concert now. There's more costume changes be- with kids switching Halloween costumes than Celine Dion goes through in a 90-minute concert. It does seem a little ridiculous. I don't know what's wrong with... One, you pick one and you make it big enough that you can fit a snow jacket under it. Yeah. That's what you do. Uh, I also like the people who uh, make sure their pets are taken care of. Oh, did you read that story? It was insane. It, I think it said something like, um, in North America, pet owners are expected to spend half a billion dollars this year on costumes for their pets. And you know what the worst part is, Bryce? What's that? They're not even sexy. Halloween is coming, and you know what that means? Sexy costumes. And we've got them all at Pet Costume Warehouse. Choose from Sexy Lassie, Slutty Airbud, Naughty Police Dog, Seductive Marmaduke, Erotic Snoopy, and Sexy Dog from Frasier. You've been a bad dog. You know how your dog is always humping your leg? Well, you're gonna be humping its leg this Halloween. Give other dogs a bone. Visit Pet Costume Warehouse. Top ranking podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. It's not the best podcast, but at least we uploaded something. So, Garner, you may remember a couple weeks ago we were talking about a walk of shame I saw. On the highway. On the highway. It wasn't a sexy time walk of shame. They A couch <laughs> went flying out of the back of their truck, and they were going back to pick up the scraps. And the couch didn't stand a chance. <laughs> no. Like, they were just going through the motions at this point. No, it was rest in peace for their couch. Yeah. Um, but, the, so the one thing, I'm not a huge Halloween guy, but the one thing I will say is that it does have an incredible walk of shame. Oh, my God. It's the best walk of shame. It's almost like, you know how some cities 
they have like the the summer parade or whatever, and they set up some bleachers on the sidewalks. And oh yeah, you go, we should do that. Is we should set up some bleachers on you know in one of the bar districts here where we are. And then just watch the next day as people come back for their cars or whatever. Yeah, just bring out some lawn chairs and some hot cocoa and just sit back and watch. (laughs) Some guy in a, (laughs) here comes a guy in one clown shoe. Just every second step squeaks. His makeup's all smeared. He doesn't have a wig anymore, which is always haunting when you see the clown without the wig. Yeah, Spider-Man's walking down the road with a top half of of his suit (laughs) tied around his torso. Yeah. Oh, boy. We should do that next year for Halloween. Set up some bleachers. The Halloween walk of shame uh, the day after. So whatever. So this, you know, the the parties are happening this Saturday. So Sunday's the day Mm. where you might want to hold back on Saturday so you can get up early, get a good start, and beat the walk of shame people as the sun is rising uh, because the number of people. (laughs) Take the kids down there as a cautionary tale. Don't be that guy, girls. Yeah. One day you're going to be tempted don't be like that pirate over there. From the makers of Sonic 1029, it's Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Garner, I was reading a newspaper the other day. Hmm? A real newspaper that I fold under my arm while I walk around to seem classy. Commuter style. Yes. And there was a story in there. Uh, a pro rodeo event was happening here in town. And a guy went, had himself a good old time, if you know what I mean. He was a little sauced up and apparently lost a bet to a friend. And that wager uh, involved him having to streak onto the rodeo floor and run across the rodeo stage completely naked. Where the bulls and the horses and everything else was. Oh, yeah. Where that all goes down. And so he he did it. And there's video of him streaking. And the crazy part about the finish is that he did his streaking. And then always the escape plan never goes your way. No, no, no. And so he had to try and climb out of the ring. And that is when someone on a horse with a lasso showed up. Lassoed this guy, pulled him back to the ground, and he was held, arrested, and charged. Ooh, man, that's degradation on degradation. That is a bad afternoon for that guy. And you just can't help but think about streaking at a rodeo is probably one of the least choice places to be naked. Well, anywhere that there's donkeys and horses nearby, you don't want to be naked next to one of those guys because that's it's going to be very sobering for you. Yeah, it's going to be very humbling. <laughs> and just like yeah. just the streak in general is never sexy. Well, watch go on YouTube, go anywhere and just watch like a supercut of people streaking at sporting events. They never make an escape. Like the the crowd is never <laughs> Jolly good times. No, they're always laughing at your expense once you get taken down or elbowed in the head by a pro football player. Yeah, and it will happen. Yeah. And it, and also the one factor people don't do it when mostly because they're drunk, but once they disrobe and they start running is how incredibly unflattering it is to be completely naked while doing any kind of physical activity. And they never run with their clothes bundled under their arm. Like no. a, like a pro footballer again carrying a football into the uh, into the house. No. no. So what's your plan once you're done streaking? Are you going to just sort of casually walk back to your seat and get your clothes? Like, did you hang your shirt neatly on the back of your seat? 
There's some accomplice somewhere who drew the short straw and now has to meet you in an alleyway if you were to make it out of the arena, which and, you won't. And give you back your underpants. Yeah. Yeah. So odds are you get arrested, taken out, and then <laughs> so you're ushered out of there. And then someone's just standing there holding your clothes. That's a bad job. Yeah. But there is the list of least sexy places to be naked. Oh. Uh, a rodeo. Yeah. Is pretty high on that list. Uh, I think number one for me would be indoor skydiving. Where everything's kind of blowing the wrong direction. Everything is going against you. So yeah. any kind of ripple in your body will be just magnified. And plus, you just there's going to be things just flapping around in the breeze. Hopefully. That maybe you don't want. And you're spinning <laughs> in a lot of unflattering <laughs> angles to everyone. Legs all askew. <laughs> top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Of course it's top ranked. I mean, why else would we call it that? Top Ranking Podcast with Garner and Bryce. Hey, Bryce. Yes. We need to build the uh, top ranking podcast retirement home for jokes, phrases, and small talk. I couldn't agree more. This is a place where jokes, phrases, and small talk can go and... I mean, keep each other company so I don't have to keep them company. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they've had their moment in the sun. Uh They're no longer really contributing to society the way they used to. So let's just put them somewhere where they can be friends with each other and not have to bother us. I was talking to you. I spent a lot of time on boats, like just friends with boats and... You go out on a lake and it's a beautiful day and there's always that one clown that has to go sit up at the very front and go, I'm king of the world. Shut up. We've heard that. Yeah, being on a boat and saying I'm king of the world or doing the pose. Yes, with arms out. With the arms out. Yeah. Yeah, that needs to be retired in the worst way. Also, just saying I spend a lot of time on boats is an impressive humble brag. What? <laughs> no, no, I said friends boats, right? You did, yeah. Oh, God, was that humble brag? Maybe it was. I don't know. I spent a lot of time on boats. I Brian. spend a lot of time I, on boats. I'm just, I'm on a boat right now, actually. <laughs> there are. I've never owned a boat because, hot take, you ready for this? Boats suck. Nobody wants to go on your boat. I want to go on your boat once and then I'm good. It's cool to be out there for about five minutes, fall off the side into a cool lake, get back, and then get back to land. You know what? It would be great to have a boat when you have the mansion of a cabin sitting right waterfront where you can just pull up, tie your boat up with a rope and walk away from it. Once you have to start putting that thing back on a trailer again, nobody enjoys that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the I'm the king of the world thing definitely mm. needs to be retired. Um, we were talking because we all, we often deal with concerts and people always want to know the set times. Yeah. What, how did we function in a world before we had to know the set times for everything? Everyone needs to know so far in advance when the bands play. And so we oblige, we give you the set times. We'll say doors open at seven, opening band at eight, headliner at nine. It's usually something like that. Yeah. And there's some person who always 100% of the time goes, (laughs) I didn't know the doors were still kicking around. I didn't know the doors were opening this show. It's amazing that you can pick up their tone based on the font which they type their comment. I cannot describe to you how much my eyes roll. And it's a guarantee that anytime it's done, oh, the doors are opening? What? Yeah. Like, oh, it's been done. This one came in. Uh, how about the oh-so-witty, whoa, insert last name here, got a jib job interview today? <laughs> when you show up at work with a new haircut or snappy new shirt and you're looking a little extra pimping. Man, I used to work with this guy that said that all the friggin' time. One day I finally said, Bob, 
I've heard that too many times now. Come up with something new or don't say anything at all. You're not allowed to say that anymore. His lip came out like, like a little kid and he pouted for the rest of the day and would not talk to me. Sorry, Bobby, but your comedy game is weak and people are tired of it. Wow. That is someone getting something off their chest. Sure is. But I agree because we do see it all. Because we work in an industry that, for lack of a better term, isn't that formal. So when <laughs> someone rolls up with their hair done or a nice shirt, they always say, oh, someone's got an interview today. Ooh. Uh, so that's what we're doing is we're fundraising right now so we can build the top-ranking podcast retirement home for jokes, phrases, and small talk so you don't have to deal with them anymore. Kind of like your elderly parents. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet where your Uncle Barry posts weird things on Facebook. Hey, Bryce. Yo. The other day I was talking about mascots again. I'm fascinated by mascots. It is a culture we don't know much about. <laughs> well, actually, the conversation started... Because in this building where we work, oh yeah, <laughs> the A and W root bear came in. I'll give you a moment right now if you have no idea what the A and W root bear looks like. Do a quick little Google search of that. We'll wait. Mm -hmm. He was in the building, wandering around, and he didn't come into our studio. Thankfully, because I can't interact with mascots. I don't know what to say. I don't know what. Do I dance? Do I? What do you do? Do you hug? Do you? No, I think once you're past the age of I don't know seven, dealing with a mascot is really. You just don't want to do it. Well, and it's really, it's your, you have to do all of the work too. Like you have to carry the conversation because the A&W root bear isn't going to go, Hey man, what's uh, I like your shoes. He's not going to ask you about your shoes. No, he's just going to wave uh -huh. and maybe give you a hug that I don't want. Maybe a high five. But anyway, we saw the mascot doing his mascot thing. And then about 15 minutes later, we looked out our studio window and there was the guy that had previously been inside the mascot suit, inside the root bear costume, and he was walking down the hallway lugging a giant orange, almost like a hockey equipment bag, that I assume had the A&W root bear costume inside of it now. And it was off-putting to see <laughs> the guy that had just been inside that suit. It was. Not that he was hideous or anything. It was just, I don't want to be able to make that connection. Yeah, we're not fools. We know there's a human being on the inside of that suit. But there's something about seeing it being carried in a giant duffel bag <laughs> that ruins the illusion of everything. It seems murdery or something. I don't know what it is. It it, just, there's a little bit of morose to it. I think that in the future, you know, when I'm president, there's going to be a mascot law that says... The mascot will always have to have at least three to five handlers. They will all be carrying giant orange bags. Only one of those bags will have the suit in it. And the actor or whoever was inside the suit will have to leave the building through a door, but not the same door that the suit leaves the building. I know it sounds really complicated and everything, but I don't want to have to live that again where I see the guy that was just inside the suit. Hi. I'm calling because I have been a mascot and my brother has been a mascot. Ooh, and you're willing to talk about it? I am willing to talk about it. I thought you mascot people were all sworn <laughs> to secrets. I thought there was like a secret society of mascots. A mascot code. Well, we were kind of the side mascots. Like, my brother was one that was at a, a, a big football team, but he was only allowed to go to malls, never the games. <laughs> so... Okay, when you say a big football team, is it that football team that I'm thinking about? Well, it's, well, I'll just tell you, it's the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. <laughs> oh, hang on a second. Hang on. This is, you, no, you were Gainer the Gopher? My brother was, but he was only allowed to go to malls and parks. He was never at any of the games. They had someone special for that. 
That was the A circuit gainer. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. You, your brother wasn't good enough? Uh... Maybe. Who knows? Wow. This is quite a get for this show to talk to somebody who is a former gainer, the gopher, or closely affiliated with gainer. Yeah, I should. Well, at some point I should tell him to call in. Now, you were a sidekick mascot? Well, I was. I did a gig where I was a Safeway bag, like a bag of groceries, and I went to a school. and Pretty glamorous. Yeah. Well, the kids all try to knock you over, though. They try to hug you and push you down. And if you get pushed over, you're not getting back up again. Does mascot work pay well? Well, I just got paid minimum wage because I was at Safeway. Oh, you were a Safeway employee, and they just dress an employee. I thought there was like an elite force that you called in and Well, maybe my brother. He he got paid I think a little bit more than minimum wage, but it wasn't like great money, but he wasn't the main gainer. He was just the side guy, so. Hmm. Did they have more than one gainer suit or was it just No, they had well the one he had, it was old and it stunk. Like he said it just reeked like a bunch of sweaty guys had been in there. <laughs> gross. It's so gross. Uh, and you have to wear your underwear pretty much because it's so hot in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your name? It's. Do you really want my name? Well, <laughs> maybe it is a secret society. Let's let's not give my name. You didn't have to sign any uh, non-disclosure agreements or anything, did you? I didn't, but I'm not quite sure if my brother did. Green is the color. <laughs> Football is the game. I totally know it. <laughs> We're all together, and winning is our aim. Boy. Fight songs rank right up there with uh, Halloween songs. You don't want me, you don't want me to build you a playlist. <laughs> I just sound like such a curmudgeon today. You kind of do. Well, how about this? I'll I'll raise everyone's spirits because while she was talking, uh, her story kind of inspired me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had this idea on the spot. I'm working it out, so it's a work in progress. But stay. We're with just me. workshopping this right now. Yeah, I have an okay. idea. Uh, turning her life story there or at least inspired by, uh, by her story, into a Hollywood blockbuster. Oh. I have an idea for a movie. It's a family drama. Uh, this family has a rich mascotting history. This girl, her older brother, gets to be Gaynor the Gopher, which is... Saskatchewan Rough Riders. You're top of the mountain in Saskatchewan if you're Gaynor the Gopher. And she, uh, being the younger daughter of a just a stick-in-the-mud dad... When she became the Safeway mascot, she may as well not have ex- existed. Ooh, oh, okay. Tough life. Yeah. Tough family. Tough dad. Um, she's got better mascotting skills than her brother. But because he gets to wear the gainer, the go for Saskatchewan Rough Riders suit, he's the talk of the everybody at, at Christmas dinner. Only people only want to talk about his job, right? Yeah. His no, his art. You know, maybe dad was gainer before, and he passed it down to the son. So despite uh. the fact she's better naturally. She has to be the Safeway bag, and her father's just embarrassed. So they go through this up and down, the ebbs and flows of the film, and it ends. And I have the end scene in my head. Wow. It's an epic battle where they're, for the first time ever, they're on the same sporting field, Gainer and Safeway bag, and they have this mascot off. How that happens, to be determined. But they go through the process, and it ends with her defeating her brother, and the world sees that she is the superior mascotter. Ooh. And then the camera pans to the crowd where dad is standing, gives a single nod of approval, removes his Saskatchewan Rough Riders hat, replaces it with a Safeway hat, then turns and walks out of the stadium. You not, just got the green light. Not a dry eye in the house. I call the movie 
human on the inside. Oh. Estimated budget, $150 million. You can make that movie, Bryce Kelly. Yeah. And I mean, to get add some intrigue throughout uh, the rest of the story, the rest of the movie, I'm estimating two hours, 45 minutes. Holy crap. Uh, we need some romantic interest. Mm? Maybe she, I don't know, meets a, a Sobeys bag, a Save-On bag mascot, and they just find love. So that way in the trailer... Oh, is this going where I think it's going? Cause you're yes. Got to use that. Oh, that was in every single movie trailer <laughs> in the early 2000s. Michelle Branch. As it should be. It was the musical punctuation mark in every single movie trailer. That's how you know it's going to be a good one. Cause you're mm. Can I blow one by you now? Sure. I'm hoping you'll green light this, too. All right. I have an idea for a mascot reality TV show called Mascot Mansion. Tonight on Garnovision, the sexiest, most outrageous, and controversial mascots are all under one roof for Mascot Mansion. Tonight, the mascots take a field trip to the historic residence of Anne Frank. Now, if you look over here, this is very... Oh, yeah! And Betty Crocker has it out for Kool-Aid Man. The door's over there, you freaking moron. Oh, sorry. Later, tensions rise in the hot tub when Chef Boyardee shows the Chiquita Banana Lady his beefaroni. Hey, check out the beefaroni! And the house becomes a battleground when Root Bear wipes his ass with the hamburger helper glove. Oh, I'm sorry, little buddy, but it was either you or one of those adorable Charmin kittens. Don't miss Mascot Mansion tonight on Garnel Vision. That was Top Ranking Podcast, starring Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Special thanks to USS for the temporary podcast theme song. Find them online at ussmusic.com. Guests of Top Ranking Podcast stay at my mom's basement because we're in a budget and she gets lonely. Two birds.